Hello, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicago and Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas, and today's date is January 18th, 2022. Excuse me for that. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> uh, this is episode 98, season four. And today I have a special episode to talk about, and it's about Bob Bell's 100th birthday. And Bob Bell was well known to play. Bozo the Clown on Bozo Circus on WGN TV Channel Nine in Chicago. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, talk about him in a few minutes, and uh, also I'll talk about a couple things before we get to Bob Bell. But first, here is a commercial, and this program is brought to you by Fresh Start Laundry Detergent. And here's a commercial from eh, late seventies, early eighties. And uh, it has a snappy jingle and very catching. So it's one of those that you can't, it won't leave your head for quite a while. And I apologize for that. So here we go. Start the day fresh, America. Get a fresh start every day. Now you don't have to wake up to the same gray, dingy clothes if you use Fresh Start laundry detergent. Fresh Start combines the best of powders and liquids to help clean the gray. The gray even the leading detergent can leave behind. Your clothes will look cleaner, fresher, brighter. Start to take fresh America. Get a fresh start every day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. Uh, I don't think they make this uh, detergent anymore for a start. I haven't seen it. so And I remember the commercial and the product uh, when... Was been my tw- probably when I was a teenager, early twenties, and uh, they played that on television. And uh, it, I think it was the first powdered detergent. Uh, not really, but I mean, there were powders, but I think it came in a bottle, not in a box. You know, like you buy Tide, Gain, or Cheer, or Dash. Remember Dash detergent? They don't make that anymore. Okay. Uh, Right now, uh, I'm sorry. Today we'll talk about Bob Bell's uh, 100th birthday. Uh, we'll celebrate, and also the, before we get to him, I'm gonna I want to mention a few things. Uh, first of all, it's about my health. Uh, last week, I met, last podcast episode, excuse me, that I'm that my leg was my right leg was swollen because I had a bad case of athlete's foot. Uh, that's clearing up. It's doing well. And the swelling seemed to go down a bit for the, since last week and about five days. So, so uh, I've bought some ointment, apply it on, and it's working. So, And I will see the doctor in about a couple weeks, and then he'll take a look at it. And uh, uh, the reason it's swelling, uh, he mentioned, is probably water retention from the medicine I take called Orgovix. So it's hormonal, and you get some weird side effects. Uh, one time I had uh, hot flashes, constipation, cramps. Uh, I don't know what's next. Mood swings or I'll get pregnant. I don't know. 
It's just, it's silly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. Also, I want to mention, uh, there were some anniversaries last podcast, on the last podcast episode, I mentioned uh, the Today Show that was uh, 70 years. And also the um, TV show for Sanford and Son that was uh, 50 years, it went on the air in 1972. But there was another TV show that did debut uh, 50 years ago was Emergency. Uh, somebody made a comment on that and goes, you forgot to mention it. And then that was after I recorded the podcast episode. And I said, okay. Uh, I, I was thought to myself, why don't I just mention it now? And I will. And I used to watch the show all the time. I never watched it when it was on the air on NBC, WMAQ TV on Channel 5. But I watched reruns and it went into Channel 32. I remember that and Adam 12... And uh, they changed the title uh, from Emergency to Emergency One, I I imagine. I think that's what it was called, because that show was still on the air for some reason. Um, I don't know why. Uh, That's like with Laverne and Shirley. When it went into syndication, uh, the show was still on, but it went into syndication like 70, I'm thinking 79, 80 on Channel 9. They call it Laverne and Shirley and Company, just like Happy Days Again. With happy days. Anyway, uh, the sh- emergency the show was pretty good, you know, and it, uh, you know, it's sort of uh, seen. It was like actually watching like a reality show in a way, but it was a TV show. Had a great cast, and uh, I've a, I've seen it uh, many times. I have it on DVD, and. Uh, you know, it's still on reruns. So if you, uh, it was on MeTV a while back. I don't know if it's still on. So if you uh, catch it on TV, just watch it. It was, uh, it was fun. It's a good show. Okay. Also, the last thing I want to mention is the sudden passing of Les Grobstein. Uh, he was a sports uh, radio, ca- uh, sports radio host on the Score on six seventy. Which, by the way, used to be WMAQ. People remember that. And uh, you know that was uh, that was a shock. And uh, to be honest with you, I've heard of his name, but I knew, I didn't know who he was because uh, I've said this many times. I'm not a sports fan, so there's no reason for me to listen to you know to people talk about that. Uh, but this is for the fans and the colleagues that worked with them for. for Many, many years, and he was in the business for oh, 50 years. It really was. And uh, he, you know, he passed away and he was 69. Uh, he died uh, Sunday, and uh, he was known as the Gr- Grobber. Yeah, that's his name. And uh, he was born in 1952 he, in Chicago, and uh, he graduated from Columbia College and started uh, his career in sports casting as a Northwestern basketball commentator. And then he worked as an announcer for many teams and a reporter for Sports Phone Chicago. You remember that? And then uh, he was a sports director at WLS 890 AM, which, by the way, I posted a photo of him uh, from 1985 with, um, what was it, Larry Lujak. And Catherine Johns and Jeff, uh, I forgot his name, 
Alexander, I think his name. I couldn't think of it. And uh, lucky for me, I found it and I posted on Twitter and Facebook and people loved that photo because I, and, and they were playing beer bottles and cans, you know, it was like a band. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, was, that was a nice photo of him. And then he became a reporter for uh, WMVP 1000. I think it's ESPN, I believe. Then he went to the score. Um, one of his famous um, highlights of him was uh, he. There was a a Cubs manager named Lee Leah. I think that's how his name. And uh, he was a he was the coach for the Cubs. And uh, you know he played baseball. Uh, Many teams, you know, for many teams, not just he played for the Cubs, he played for uh, let's see, as a player, he played oh, he played for the Sox, the White Sox, and he played for the Cubs, yeah, he played in two uh, Chicago teams, imagine that. And then, uh, as a manager, he was uh, for the Cubs for one year from '82 and '83, and then the Philadelphia Phillies for uh, one year, you know. As a manager, he didn't do so well. So, but as a coach, uh, not that not, not so well either. He was a coach for the Phillies, the Yankees, the Mar- Seattle Mariners, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, he's Orioles, Temp- the Devil Rays, uh, and the yeah, he went, but mostly Seattle. You know, he kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Oh boy, and uh, you know, I don't know how good of a player he was. I have no no idea and then anyway when he was the manager of the cubs or the coach that is not the manager okay sorry uh he was interviewed uh in 1983 and uh les Grobsting was there and he had a tape recorder and he recorded uh the famous tirade that uh, lee Aaliyah did and he said the f word i don't know maybe about a dozen times and that last night I went on YouTube and I listened to it and the entire thing, the unfiltered, you know, interview. And I must say that it was nasty. I, you know, if I were there, I would feel very uncomfortable, you know, and nervous. And it's like, I would put my head down and just skulk away quietly <laughs> You know, if, if he was yelling at that, I don't know how these uh, guys in the sports uh, entertainment world handle that. I'm, I'm sure they used it. Probably, it, you know, they probably roll it down their backs, you know. But uh, that was interesting. I never knew about this. I never knew about this tirade. You know, I had to ask my brother because he's a, you know, he watches baseball, but he's a White Sox fan. And he told me about it. And he goes, yeah, it was uh, very infamous. And uh, Les Cropsting was there. You know, and uh, I don't know. It's a good thing they didn't uh, publish it. Uh, I think that they had the wise thing, you know. But uh, Les was a, gr- a gentleman, you know. And uh, I, I can't imagine what was going through his head. He must have been laughing inside when they were record when he was recording that, you know. And there were other, you know, um, um, people in the media. Like that, so. But uh, Lee Lee Elia is still alive. You know, he lives in Florida. He's eighty four years old. Probably retired. You know, probably calmed down since. <laughs> you know, so that was fascinating. 
Yeah, let's, uh, you know, and the, my deepest condolences to Les uh, Grobstein's family. You know, it was, uh, it was so shocking. And, you know, he was beloved by fans and uh, colleagues, you know, and, you know, the people that listen to his radio show overnight, you know, like if you're working real early in the morning, you would, uh, he made you feel good. You know, and he was so knowledgeable of sports. He was like a walking encyclopedia. You ask him a question, something obscure and trivial, he know it. He know the answer. Just like me with television or like with classic TV or uh, Chicago history. And uh, so that's, uh, that's, a, that's a shame. That's so sad. You know, we, his memory will live on forever. Okay. And that'll be all for that. And now we're going to the main topic of the show. And this is the next thing I will talk about. So, and now here is. Give the allowed answer to this question. Who's your favorite clown? Okay, everyone, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Bob Bell as Bozo the Clown, and today is uh, would have been his 100th birthday, so happy birthday, Tim, wherever he is. He's probably laughing, you know, and telling jokes, and I don't know. I, I miss the man. He was one of a kind. You know, he's a, he, was a, he was a Chicago institution to... Kids, adults, and you know, for the show, Bozo Circus, uh, unforgettable, unforgettable. Okay, so I will talk about a little about him, I, you know, his biography, you know, his career, and uh, very interesting. I discussed a little about him in previous podcast episodes when I did uh, in last September of the 60th anniversary of Bozo Circus. I talked about him. I also talked about Roy Brown. Uh, uh, Don Sandberg, um, Ned Luck, you know, all these guys, you know, and uh, how the show started and et cetera, et cetera. So I'll go into more depth of Bob Bell. Okay. Uh, his birth name was Robert Louis Bell, born January 18th, 1922, and uh, he was known for Bob Bell. And uh, he was not just Bozo, you know, he was an actor. An announcer, and he did he did uh, he did announcement assignments on Channel Nine, WGN, even other stations before. So uh, he was born in Flint, Michigan, not a Chicagoan, and uh, and then he enlisted uh, in the United States Marine Corps, and later in the Navy. He served in World War Two, and uh, then he did some odd jobs, and then. Uh, Let's see. He, uh, according to this, his father, his, uh, his name was George Bell. He played uh, minor league baseball in the early 20th century. Interesting. I never knew that. And uh, which, by the way, his grandson is named Trevor Bell, and he played uh, he played professional baseball. Uh, and he hasn't played in years, so I don't know what he's doing. I remember seeing a picture of him. He had a tattoo of his grandpa as Bozo. That was a nice tribute. Very nice. And uh, 
Let's see. And then he broke into broadcasting in, in, his, in his hometown of Flint, Michigan. And then he went for went to South Bend, Indiana, station WHOT. And that's where he met his wife, Carolyn. And she died about, eh, about a couple of years ago. You know. And then he moved to Indianapolis in, uh, in the 50s. Okay. And then, uh, then he moved to uh, Cincinnati. And uh, he met Wally Phillips, famous for WGN Radio. And they had a show on the radio, also on television. And they produced a uh, variety show. And the producer was uh, Don Sandberg. And it was called The Wally Phillips Show. Uh, there were two of them, The Wally Phillips Show and Midnight Ticker. And uh, so when Bozo came about, uh, he, he first appeared as Bozo. Uh, on June 20th, 1960, it was a half hour show. It wasn't like the, like Bulls of the Circus. And, uh, you know, he put on his makeup and, uh, I think he just introduced cartoons and, uh, he didn't do all the wacky stuff that he did on the other show. And then, uh, it went on hiatus in January, 1961. Because um, WGN Studios was, the, was at the Tribune Tower downtown on the, I can't think of the street, but I'm blank. Anyway, uh, then it moved to where its present location at 2501 West Rat- Bradley Place, where WGN Studio is, right near the Lane Tech uh, campus. I, I went there, not at Lane Tech, uh, I went to DeVry. Uh, that's where I graduated, and that's right nearby. And but I but the graduation ceremony was at Lane Tech High School, beautiful school, you know. And then uh, on September 11, 1961, Bozo Circus appeared. And uh, I said this before on a previous episode that Bob Bell as Bozo was not on the first episode, and it was some crazy managerial decision, some accounting snafu. I don't understand that either. I don't know. Some goofball did, did that. <laughs> but Bob Bell appeared on the second episode of Bozo Circus and the rest is history. And uh, he wore the red suit, you know, and then and then it was changed, I think, 670, 1970, late 60s, early 70s, changed to the blue suit. It was the red suit before. I like, I like both of them. They look nice. And then... Uh, and from 1959 to like the late 60s, uh, he hosted a show. Um, he hosted the Three Stooges, and uh, he played a he played a character. He was an old man named Andy Starr, and I I remember a little bit about that. I think I saw it when I was little. And it, 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 he ran a neighbor, neighborhood theater called the Odeon, and he showed uh, he showed the the Three Stooges their famous shorts uh it must have been hilarious you know and uh that uh made three stooges more popular than ever when they when the when the shorts were shown in the theaters so they're still great they're still funny and then when he in 1966 he had a he had a brain aneurysm and he went in for surgery and he had to take some time off so uh, the other clowns filled in. I think that's when Cookie the Clown took uh, started. Uh, Roy Brown, that is. So he filled in. And I think Wizzo, the wizard, and uh, Sandy, the clown, 
came in. He left the sh he was there, uh, but uh, you know then he left. But he able to came back in future uh, uh, future shows just to fill in. And uh, he came back to the show in March of 1969, and uh, and he was also uh, sometimes he was the grand marshal for the Christmas parades. You know they had and. Uh, he, Bob Bell didn't really do public appearances. Very, very rare. I mean, there's a clip on YouTube, uh, WGN shows that he went to Riverview Park, and I saw that. That was fascinating. Oh, I wish there were pictures of that. Yeah, because it was nearby. It was right there. You know, the park that is. And uh, I posted a picture of both of the clown uh, a couple of days ago, and he appeared at Fort City. And uh, some people said that it's not Bob Bell, but it's some other guy portraying Bozo. And I, tend, I have a reason to believe they're right. It wasn't him, because he hardly did public appearances. But he fooled all the kids, <laughs> not the adults, so because it, it, it would recognize his voice. But, you know, it's kind of uh, deceitful in a way, but... Uh, I don't know. I, uh, that picture was from 1974 at Fort City Mall. I moved uh, to the neighborhood in the same year, so I never saw I never saw him there. He also appeared at Peacock Alley. That's the shopping center downstairs in the lower level. But it wasn't Bob Bell. It was another bozo. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, then he uh, he was on the show during the seventies, and then uh, then Bob Bell announced that he would retire in nineteen eighty three, and he left the show in nineteen eighty four. It was not called Bozo Circus; it was called the Bozo Show because they moved in the morning. Because, uh, <coughs> excuse me, every day uh, kids will come home from school, you know, for lunch. You know, they would make a peanut butter sandwich, a bowl of you know, a cup of soup. And like a TV tray, and they would watch a show, and then they head back to school. And they didn't do that. Uh, they did that for you know, a number of years, but they stopped that. And then, uh, you know, times have changed. And in the Bozo show, they had Cookie the Clown. Uh, uh, Ned Lock retired in 76, so Fraser Thomas took over as their ringmaster. And then... Um, so Bob Bell retired in 1984, and then he moved to uh, Lake San Marcos, California, you know, with his wife. <coughs> Excuse me. And then uh, he was very active in the Kiwanis Club. Uh, he lived in Deerfield, you know, uh, for many years. That's where he said. I remember in an interview he said, watched on TV. He woke up very early in the morning. And he said, "Oh, that's the most beautiful part of the day." You know, he would come down to the studio to <clears throat> excuse me to get his makeup uh, done okay uh, excuse me I run out of cut short I had a coughing you know I had a frog in my throat anyway uh back to Bo Bob Bell uh, he put a he went down to the studio early in the morning, put on his makeup. That took forever. He didn't mind doing it. They showed the, a clip of that on YouTube. The WGN presented that. And uh, then, uh, you know, he enjoyed the you know, retired life. And then uh, he passed away 
on December 8th, 1997. He was 75 years old. And uh, so he's, he's very missed by, by fans and colleagues and everywhere. He entertained, he made me laugh all the time. He was wonderful. Man, I remember one funny sketch where him and Cookie uh, wanted to be a captain of a boat or something. And uh, he was very demanding as most ca- captains, you know, he had a big ego. And uh, he was making down a list, you know, I got the sail, I got the, the flat, you know, all the stuff, you know, for, you know, the food for the galley and then Bosa said you forgot one important thing about being you know you know to for your boat and, he said, and Cookie said what and he said the ocean and then he took a bucket of water and threw it at him <laughs> I love that <laughs> yeah he was uh, and of course you know Bob Bell did the grand march at the end of the show and uh, also participated in the grand prize game and then, you know, uh, when the you know, boy and the girl are selected, and then he would present the, uh, the the prizes, along with Oliver Oliver or Sandy the Clown or Cookie, you know. And then uh, Bozo Circus ran, uh, continued after Bob Bell retired, and it ended in 2001 with Joey Doraria as Bozo Clown. He was just saying, he was, he's a good man. He's funny, but he wasn't Bob Bell. Uh, believe it or not, Bob Bell did some acting, a couple, a couple of acting roles. He did, he appeared in a TV show called Riptide, and that was I think it's with Perry King in the 80s. And I never saw the episode, but there's a clip of that, and uh, it was funny. Also, Ray Rayner appeared on the show. I don't think they were on the same episode, but they were there. So that's interesting. So if you want to see Bob Bell as Bob Bell, the actor, you can find it on, I believe you can find it on YouTube, and you could watch it. You know, I might. Uh, I saw it a long time ago. Maybe I'll see it again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, uh, that'll be all for today. You know, we're running out of time. Uh, thank you for joining me, and I apologize for the coffee. You know, I sound like an old man. You know, but when you talk, when I talk too much, my throat gets really dry, and I have to drink a lot of water. So, um, in two more episodes, we'll celebrate our hundredth episode. It's fascinating. Uh, I have an idea of what I have in mind. A couple ideas, that is. I'll discuss on the 100th episode. And, uh, of course, Chicago-related. And uh, so this is uh, episode 98, season 4 of Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. And this is Pico Stanis, your host. And thank you for joining me. And uh, everyone have a wonderful day. And now we're going to have a little traveling music with Ray Rayner. So take it away, Ray. So long, everybody. Bye-bye. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>